Welcome to the family with Ellie Nick and Andy Brant Bernard. I don't know where Catherine is. COVID Catherine. She'll show up. <laughs> Every time I call her this because she wears a face mask now wherever she goes. She does? Well, not wherever she goes, but in this building she does. She always does. In this building? Yeah. We're the only ones here. I know, but they, uh, there's a sign on the door asking you to wear a mask. Oh, I didn't see that. But I don't do it anyway, so I don't really care. I don't read. In any case, we'll be right back. Kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24 hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. I've heard, yeah, I've heard that. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I got to tell you, this wonderful, you know how life just. Well, let me start with this. Yesterday, I got a great laugh out of this because somehow, Fawny, who's four, and Sage, who's two, Fawny heard from someone, I don't know who she heard it from, but she heard the word shart. So now she's running around saying shart all the time, right? So they go to leave last night. They were over last night just to visit. And they go to leave, and both of them, the four-year-old and the two-year-old, say Bye-bye, Shardy Bop-Bop. <laughs> so that's my new nickname is Shardy Bop-Bop, which made me very happy. It just oh, put look me in a really is. good mood. Oh, it's Catherine. COVID Catherine. So then. That's what Tom called you. COVID Catherine. COVID you know, you're wearing your mask, though. Well, I can't comply every day. They made me wear one at the, at the haircut. Yeah, of course. That's oh, what yeah. I have to about right now. But that was the other thing I was just going to mention, that I just got my hair cut by Sheila Flynn, Vince Flynn's older sister. You see? Good. What do you think? Yeah, yeah it looks That's nice. better than the dog zippers. Yeah, it looks nice. Did you ever hear that one, my misspeak? <laughs> <laughs> what I meant to say was everybody's laughing about the fact that you styled my hair with dog clippers. Clippers. And I said, just clippers. They were dog clippers. Well, they are, but <laughs> yeah, they are. It's no but, difference, really. So I come up to Catherine oh, really? and I say to her, "God, everybody's laughing about your dog style," and she's like, "What?" <laughs> 
You know, I had one that was known <laughs> throughout I, the land. I had, I had no idea I even <laughs> I had one of Didn't know that that was a thing. But in any case, uh, so I went to see uh, Sheila Flynn. What a great family. Yes. I'm telling you. Commander Flynn, did you know, no, I didn't. I know that Vince has been dead for seven years? Is that possible? Seven years he's been dead. Yeah, he died oh pretty shortly God. after the podcast started, which was almost eight years ago. So he died That's right. On we June only got 10th. him on here once. Here he was. He was on a couple times. <clears throat> yeah, but he was he was sick for a while. He was time. very sick. Yeah. Poor guy. That's a story, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> they'd figure this out. There, two guys go into the same doctor. We didn't even know we were going to the same doctor. Had no idea he was there before I was. Two guys going in to see the doctor. One of them is 44. The other one is 58. One of them has terminal prostate cancer. Wouldn't you think that would be the 58-year-old? You never know. I mean, seriously, yeah, prostate cancer seemed to be really aggressive. Prostate cancer seemed to be on the rise with very young Yeah, that's why you got to get those exams. And same yeah. thing with, with really aggressive breast cancers I've never had and women. exam. Oh, yeah. That's not good. 56. Still haven't done it. You're supposed to start at 55, I think. Isn't no, it just a, how do now. they how oh, do they, they do that yeah. PSA PSA right? P, yeah. PSA. yeah. What? Prostate exam? <clears throat> no, yeah. there's the enzymes or something or something about the test. Oh. I don't know well, if it's a no. blood test. No, or the prostate they, exam is they just put a finger up there and feel no, around. There, see if there are any bumps. But there's there's basically. a test like PSA. I think it is, and okay. that's your numbers on your PSA. Yeah, they always say my blood work looks great, so. Why did you bring up prostate exams? Because <laughs> every time I think of one now, my doctor, Dr. Paul Olson, his nickname is Bear. Yeah, got he's got some big old nits. <laughs> he uh, played uh, football. He was an offensive lineman at Southern Methodist University. Yes. His fingers are about the size of a Coke bottle. Choose your proctologist well, I know wisely. That, I know they, they have that thing where you can put fecal matter in a bag and send it off, but it's really not good to do it That's because... That's colon cancer. That's nothing to do with prostate cancer. Well, you can, like, ulcerative colitis, you can get on there, right, yeah. that kind of yeah. stuff. But, but everyone prostate gets a positive cancer. result to make you go to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's not a reliable well, test. So why would you do that? You don't. My dad did it. My dad... My mom forced my dad to it, and of course it came back positive results. So he went to the doctor. He goes, there's nothing wrong with you. I know. Because they just do it to get you to go to the doctor. So really? everybody makes money. Yeah. God. Great. It Until is you've got all that stress and worry like we don't have enough on the planet. Yep. Yeah. That is exactly it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I love this. We find out that that whole noose thing was a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> It was a complete lie. There was one in in every garage. And it wasn't a noose. It was a loop so they could pull the garage door. It was a loop, noose. It depends Uh, on your perspective. It was a garage. It was a door pull. I I have one in my garage. Everyone has one in the garage. If you read that story and didn't immediately think that it's most likely fake, then you have problems. People are are still doubling down on the fact that it is a noose. But you know how hard it is to get into a NASCAR garage? Yeah, there's hundreds of thousands of dollars of equipment in there. Millions of dollars with cars. But drivers aren't even supposed to go in the garage, so no, I don't think he ever saw the noose. Even come, no, somebody but else reported it. They showed a picture it. of every single garage. They, they all, all have had it. one. They, they all, all have one. the same. It's just a, it's just a roll. <laughs> well, it's just like in California. Some, have one in my garage. Some mayor yeah, or council yeah. person was talking about all the nooses in the parks. <clears throat> They're just making up stuff. It, this 
this guy was on the yeah, I on saw it. Him. yeah and he's like African no guy. we just are using those for fun they have nothing yeah, they're to, a toy. they're just tiny they're, they're little a, loops yeah, for your hands yeah they were a toy yeah like a, oh you like, mean the uh, trees in yeah, the trees yeah, it was, it was to work out yeah it was a workout thing yeah. like that's, a playground. that's been on Twitter for weeks about all the nooses are, showing up in the parks in California people are going nuts man well no so I have a question for you so this Bubba Wallace never saw the noose no if somebody put a noose in my garage they'd go show it to me. I want to see it. Yeah. He didn't. A white person probably made it up. First thing this guy does <laughs> no is go on national television and goes, this doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, yeah big mistake. Big mistake in his yeah. part. And now he just released a story this morning. He's very upset because people are trying to test his character. Well, yeah. actually, he did do a tweet, he which I respected. He had a tweet He jumped the was... conclusion too quick. Yeah, he did. Well, yeah, he did, because, I mean, that's Now he's getting called Jesse Summit and, you know. Yeah, yeah, Jesse. I like yeah. Jesse Smollett. <laughs> what's, Smollett. what's his name, Bubba like something? Bubba Wallace. Wallace. He we have ju- a call. Okay. Are you good, or should we take the call first? Who is it? I think you should take the call first. Yeah. We'll take the call it's first. Tire Carver. Who is it? Tire Carver. Tire, how are you? Good. Just wanted to talk about uh, getting into a NASCAR garage because I've been in several. Yeah, I know you've been it's, in a lot of. Uh, we can barely hear you. Are you on a? Are you on the? Uh, John. Yeah. Are you, are you <laughs> in the toilet? <laughs> no. It just sound like your echo chamber. Is big, that any better? Yes. That's yeah, that's better. better. Yeah, very good. Thanks. Okay. Anyway, so you've been, yeah, uh, I know no, you work with NASCAR a lot. Been in several garages, and uh, it's, you got to basically sign your life away to get into them. So they know everybody that's been in them. Right. And, you know, it's not like, you know, the general public can just walk back there. So needing cameras and security back there, you know, it's eight foot high fences around most of the garages. So you can't get back there without walking past the guard. That's what so I thought. When everybody's so, like, how come you don't have cameras? It's like, because you don't need them. Right. <laughs> now, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, it, it's very disappointing that all the NASCAR drivers went shoulder to shoulder with Bubba Wallace, walked him to the front of the line, escorted his car to the front of the line. He says, oh, this doesn't surprise me at all. And it's all bullshit. Once yeah. again, there's yeah. nothing to it. Pretty much. Uh, it just disgusts me. It's so That's with a lot of things, though. They're just making stuff up to make it up. They are making stuff to yeah. make up. There's no doubt. Okay. It's going to get worse, too. So uh, at 5.53 p.m. at 6.23, on 6.23, he did tweet, I've decided to withhold my pursuit of charges against Richard Petty for this improper chokehold. This guy's just, like, playing around with him. Right. So he's, la- he's <clears throat> being funny. Time for our nation to move forward. Time to be the bigger man. So why so, did he release this story then? Well, this was when he, was this? Yeah, this uh, two days ago. Yeah, I mean, no, this your is just story. this is from uh, today at ten o'clock Central Time. They must have gotten to him again. No, he's just being. He wants to be a victim, like everybody else. Now he wants, wants to be a victim. Everyone wants to be a victim. Yes, they, they do. do. Everybody everyone. wants to be a victim. You know, Cass no, was a victim of being married to me. But, you know. <laughs> she is a victim. <laughs> she, she is a victim. Tyre Carver's <laughs> wife is a victim. There's no doubt about that. Well, I appreciate the call, yep. Tyre. You get, okay, what about the candy? I mean, candy. The ice cream truck. It's uh, Things are starting to open back up. We're doing birthday parties and graduation parties, but 
That's all the big events. Nobody's holding them because everybody's too scared. I understand. And now, who who makes the ice cream that you sell? Um, Blue Bunny. Oh, good. Because Andy, if it were Ben and Jerry's, Andy wouldn't buy it. I, w- I won't either anymore. No, yeah. I'm done with Ben and Jerry's. Those Me two pink. Those. First of all, stop eating all your ice cream. You both weigh about 800. Aren't they renaming <laughs> Rhode Island something else now? Yeah, they want to. They yeah. want to rename Rhode Island. Rhode God. Island and uh, New York should definitely be. York's got to go. Yale University's got to go. Yale was a slave traders. Yep. It's all got to go. You got to get your Fort Snelling. Yep. They kept Native Americans captive there. Yep. It's all got to get knocked down. Tyre, say hello to your family for me. Will do. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Tire Carver, ladies and gentlemen, worked with NASCAR for a long time. NASCAR driver Bubba Wallace says, people are trying to test my character after the FBI determined that the noose is... It's not a noose, for Christ's sake! (laughs) Okay, we'll take a break and I'll come back because now I'm pissed off. It's not a noose. You people in the news business have got to stop lying. That's all you do is lie. Well, it's You know, it's like it's like everyone, this whole world is a big, like the worst drug addict in the world. It's true. And they yes. have to OD and, and they have to OD and relapse multiple times yeah. before they're going to get better. God, it's just so upsetting. It's just the way it is right now. And that's sad. It's true. But it is. They're all like drug addicts. You're right. You're absolutely right. We'll be right back and find out what the hell's going on. And again, it is not a noose. It's a door pull. Oh. Big, big difference. So we'll be right back with the family. Tom Bernard here, and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website about a customer near where I grew up, North Minneapolis. They were specifically looking for a community bank. That's right, Tommy, Prestige Products. They had been with another community bank, but when their bank was acquired by a large regional bank, the owner felt like they were just seeing his business for the numbers on the page and not really understanding his long-term plans. So we met with a number of community banks in the area, including us. Luke at our branch in Shoreview met with the owner, they hit it off, and Prestige Products chose to work with us. Incidentally, their favorite part of working with Luke is that he gets excited about the same things that are important to them. Having a clear understanding of your long-term goals makes for a great relationship and our difference maker for your business. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. I love it. We're back in the saddle again. Man, it was nice seeing a member of the Flynn family. I I adore the Flynn's, man. Sheila Flynn cut my hair. I'm very happy. You know what she said after my haircut was done? No. She goes, my God, you look just like Sage. I'm like... 
I'm mean, pretty Sage sure Sage looks, looks like, like you. me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Said so those blue eyes you both got. Hey, did the kids, the kids get my walkie-talkies? Yes. Yes, they, they got did. got the walkie-talkies. They driving everybody nuts? I don't know yet. I don't know <laughs> Shardy Bop Bop. That's all I know. Shardy Bop Bop. The Babylon Bee. Man I, horrified. I, I kids it. give him a noose for Father's Day. He's holding up a tie. <laughs> a tie. It's a noose, baby. <laughs> well, a noose is more than a tie than a garage pull. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's exactly right. Jamie Keller, ladies and gentlemen, happy Father Days. Oh, how are you guys? Happy Father's Day. We're happy good. Happy Father's Day to me. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. Jamie, what's up? Oh, you know, I have two children in the other room watching Trolls World Tour for the 15th time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we rented it. Uh, two months ago, you could rent it, but you couldn't buy it. You could only rent it for $20. And right. they watched it for 48 hours. They watched it about six times. They haven't, they, they, haven't, they haven't banned that yet, huh? Trolls? No. no. <laughs> Somebody's no, going to find trolls. something wrong with it. Yeah, that's oh, true. There's some, there's, oh, there's a lot wrong with it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, about 15 times in. You know. are. And then yesterday, so my wife had to pre-order it. Every, every, my five-year-old for two months was going, can't, don't we have $20 to buy it? And I go, Claire, we can't buy it. I'm not renting it again for two days for you to watch it. It'll come out. At the end of June, and we'll buy it. So yesterday, we pre-ordered it. My wife pre-ordered it. And then last night, they it was first appeared. It was like, you bought it. Here it is for 20 bucks. And now my kids are literally just, it's on a constant loop, like they're in a pod. Yes. Like, you know, in the Matrix, <laughs> being fed some gel, and their brain cell is just blowing apart. Yeah, our, our uh, four-year-old granddaughter calls me every once in a while and I know Alex doesn't even know about it she calls me and says can I come over and watch something oh yeah oh yeah because her mom won't let her Mm. Yes, because uh, there's a reduced screen time uh, Uh, in in, uh, Fawny's world because it seems like Fawny gets a little bit crabby when she watches too much TV. Yeah, she does. It's she needs true. to move around. I think everyone gets too crabby yeah, when you watch TV. Yeah, you sit on your butt for too <laughs> long. Especially the news. Yeah. No, I'm saying. You watch the news. I on TV. You have, here's the truth is I get crabby when I watch too little TV. <laughs> really? How, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, my wife is like, she'll walk in. I'm watching Casino for the 3,000th time. She's like, seriously? Why are you watching this? And I go, Kate. I like the Beatles. I've listened to their songs a million times. See? This calms my brain down. This is art. I'm enjoying it. Why do you care? Just leave me alone. Yeah. So that's how TV works for me. <laughs> so TV should work for people, as a matter of fact. Basically, I just, uh, you know, on Friday and Saturday nights, I don't watch any news or television at all. Because, you know, I just want a little respite from it. But then Sunday night, I have to watch the news to make sure to find out what to talk about in the morning and on this show. Yep. And literally by the time I go to bed Sunday night, I'm so pissed off at the world I can't sleep. So it's working really well, Jamie. Yeah, yeah, I get that. My wife, she'll be like, you watch a lot of TV as she's scrolling Facebook, shopping on <laughs> yeah. Nordstrom.com. Yeah. Screen time, go, screen it's time. It's the same thing. Just my stories are better than those, that new Burberry coat you're saving up to buy. <laughs> I, think, I think social media is the worst. It's it's the end of civilization. It's going to be the end time. It is. You know, we were talking recently about the fact that, you know, negative, like if you put out a negative tweet as opposed to a positive tweet, it gets like 95% more traction. Absolutely. We're we're actually training an entire generation to be negative because you can say, well, it's garbage. But the more numbers you accumulate, it's real money. You're making money. So people are actually financing their lives by being negative pieces of blank. 
You know what, though? I've, I've, I've proven that wrong. Well, for me, in my personal case with my, the people that follow my stuff, the last two days I put out positive messages on social media, and they got tons and tons and tons of likes and shares. So, so good to hear. I'm the same. I'm all, yeah. I'm actually doing this new bit that I'm putting up uh, called Only Positive Reviews, where I only, I will never say negative anything about a con, uh, uh, anything, because I'm over, I'm just over the whole negativity of it all, especially raising kids. It's, it's so terrible nowadays. So that's good to hear. Maybe the pen is back so we're all going to be nice people again. Who knows? Well, I'm in a situation right now where all I ever talk, all I ever say on the morning show are positive things like I'm positive that politicians are greedy bastards, things like that. You know, I think it's well, perfect, that, I think it's perfect timing for a new Don Rickles man. Oh God! Uh, yeah. Get somebody like that, that has the right personality and become the new Don Rickles. I think it's the time. You would get a lot of hate for a little bit, but then I think you would be the biggest comic there is. I think you probably. Well, you know, right. Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross and David Tell have that thing where it's a kind of a slam fest. Yeah. But coming from those guys, like a Tell is such a great comic. No. He's just one of my favorite comics of all time. And so to have him kind of rip you is very Rickles-ish, where it's uh, it's actually, he does it in such a way. But yeah, it's very. the problem is very few people can do that. And everybody tries. They go, oh, I was just joking. No, you weren't joking. You're just kind of a dick. That's all I can tell you about. <laughs> you, know who could, well. you know who could do it? I don't know if you know a lot of comics or comics, but Don Barris could pull it off. I'm not familiar with him. But Don, I, Don I, I like he, op- he opens the Jimmy Kimball show every night in the studio. Oh, oh no, and, yeah, of course I know who that yeah, is. Yeah, and, and yeah. Don Who's can- Jimmy Kimmel? <laughs> <laughs> you know the blackface. Yeah, actor. You know, yeah the blackface guy. That's right. I forgot. But Don, Don could, and Don is a true dick, so he could pull it off. <laughs> and he has that real that he has that Rickles voice, that real projecting yeah. voice, and he's big bald guys. So he could do it. Works for me. I'd love I to see. I saw Rickles over. back in the day in Vegas, and it's just it was such a treat. I oh, mean, yeah. It had that corny schmaltz, and he sings a song where you're like, you shouldn't be singing at the end of this show, but <laughs> it's Rickles, and you're like, it was gold. Yeah, he was. You know, he was you, golden, man. You were like, just call me a hockey puck. Let's go. Let's exactly. Go. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I tell you one thing, one of the proudest moments of my life, I made Don Rickles cry once. <laughs> I did. I made him cry once. It was the greatest. I was interviewing Don Rickles, and I said, Don, before we go, i got to tell you something. I've really enjoyed your acting over the years. And he goes, oh, yeah, you watched it? I said, yeah. I, as a matter of fact, there was an episode of uh, Run for Your Life with Ben Gazzara, and the episode was called Down with Willie Hatch. He was an insult com- comic named Willie Hatch, and the people hated him and tried to ruin his career. And I said, Don, you nailed that role. It was just terrific. And I looked over, and he's, like, tearing up. It was so sweet. Oh, that's awesome. It was so sweet of him. He was just so, oh, really? Really? You liked it that much? Really? Yeah, that's great. And he's, like, teary-eyed. It was that's wonderful. Amazing. Yeah, it was great. Hey, Casino. He's in Casino. He's fantastic. Yeah, he is in Casino. I love that guy. That's right. I forgot about that. He is in yeah. Casino. That's right. Favorite uh, Rickles joke before we're going to talk to Jamie Keller about about doing humor. But Rickles, one more great line tonight's show: stumped the bands out in the audience. Guy stands up. Guy's about six four, weighs about five hundred pounds. Rickles goes, "What's your name, buddy?" He goes, "Oh, my name's Tiny." He goes, "Tiny, huh? What's your wife? A waffle?" <laughs> See now that I miss. Rickles was okay. just, there's nobody like him. <laughs> it's true. No, nobody like him. No. So I need to hear about Dadlands. What are the Dadlands? 
the Dadlands is my, I have an online brand, I guess, that I, I mean, it kind of became an umbrella for, I have all these Dads in Parks, Father Time podcasts. Right. All the little videos I do, and then Happy Father Days, all my comedy, I've always been autobiographical. And what's funny about the album Happy Father Days is that half of it is me as a 50-year-old man having children, but the other half is actually free children, and it's just me telling old, crazy, drunk stories and all my old acts. So it's fun. it's kind of funny to see this guy who was, like, hanging out with the girls on, on a TV show, goofing around, and then all of a sudden uh, life took a, took a right turn. <laughs> so uh, the dad land kind of became um, this kind of umbrella that just held all the dad uh, community stuff. And so it's kind of grown into this crazy thing. I do this, I have a group on Facebook called the Dadlands Group, and it's just dads, and so we do a dads-only Zoom show every oh, Thursday night. okay. Uh, online, it's on Facebook, in the group, the Dadlands group. And so last week I had, I don't know if you know her, Kira Saltanovich is a really funny mom comic. Mm-hmm. And because it's only dads in the group, we had her do a set, and then we did a Q&A where all the dads got to ask her questions that they were too terrified to ask their own wives. <laughs> so uh, that's wonderful. Every guy was just going down the rabbit hole of like, hey man, how can I get my wife to do this? And Kira was just destroying every guy in the group. It was pretty funny. Take this as a, a huge compliment, but I'm going to read something that you said that I find very funny and really stupid. You ready? <laughs> yep. Sure, I have kids, but my life's going to remain the same. The kids will just have to adapt to my existence. <laughs> <laughs> sure. It, yes, Jamie, yes. <laughs> I thought the same stupid thing. <laughs> That's not me. That's not <laughs> It's really funny because I was just talking to somebody the other day who was having a kid, and I go, dude, you don't, you just don't get it yet. No. I, so we had, after my first baby, so I was supposed to shoot this film, and it was starting a month before the baby was due. And, of course, the baby comes the first day of shooting, so I missed the first day of shooting okay. on this thing. They try to shoot around me. We end up picking up scenes later to shoot all this stuff, and... Um, Long story short, a month later, I have a one-month-old. The, the film ends, and I kind of, I had set up a little rap party at our house, and my wife was like, you shouldn't, I don't want a rap party at this house. I go, oh, don't worry about it. It's all going to be fine. Uh, it went horribly south. It was a disaster. She's walking around, throwing people out of the house with a month, one-month-old. I'm really drunk at my own house, hammered. And to this day, still her father talked about that party that I threw where he was like, I, honestly he told me later, he's like, you almost got divorced the next day, I don't know if you know that <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Yeah, nice. yeah, I've learned when never, you think, like, never let movie oh, people what? in your house what? No, what? Ever, never, ever, ever. No, they destroy it, man they think it's a set the they don't they care did. it was insane, and I had a one month old in the house and there was nuts and uh, yeah, I've never, I've never lived down so if I could go back in history, I would definitely have made some changes day one as opposed to year three when I was finally starting to, you know, you can't help it. You think you're going to just move on. It's just a kid. But then it's like, oh, this is this is life changing. Mm, yeah. But in a good and a bad way. It's, it's, it's both. Yeah, I of missed, course it is. Yeah. I, I missed that ship. I, it's funny, too, because some of my, you know, I was a bachelor until I was almost 50. So a lot of my friends are still bachelors. 
and we talk during the quarantine and stuff, and I'm like, you don't get it, man. It's like, I'm losing my mind. I'm trapped in a house with two kids. We can't go anywhere. We're, like, <laughs> sitting on top of each other. I wish I was you, alone in your apartment watching TV, and then they'll come back and they go, dude, you don't get it. I wish I was you. I'm trapped talking to myself in an apartment. And so there is an odd, you know, it's the most painful thing in life, but it's also maybe the most rewarding thing in life. Jamie, I got to tell you, by the way, I really, really enjoy your acting, television, movies, whatever it is. Uh, I've always, you know, I'm, God, I looked on those, even in some of the great shows of all time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I've been, I've been very blessed in what I've been uh, allowed to do from Friends to Will and Grace to all the different crazy shows, and now Tacoma FD. And My Boys, we just did a My Boys reunion show that came out on Monday on Entertainment Weekly, which is kind of a cute the creator of the show, My Boys, I did for four years, uh, wrote kind of an updated version on Zoom, where we all were today. And in the new version, I'm, of course, a divorced dad with two kids, and my real two kids made a little cameo in it, so it was kind of, it was kind of sweet to see them in it. I should also mention to you that, uh, I, I was going to bring this up, but I have never missed an episode of Tacoma FD. I think it is hilarious. Yeah, that was just a... That was just a lucky thing that fell into my lap. I knew Lemmy and Heffernan from um, the stand-up scene and from doing podcasts with them. I knew they were chewing it, and they did my father's time and stuff. And they reached out and were like, hey, you want to play the chief of police? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then later, they told me, they said, we in casting, we just wanted a giant Irish skull. <laughs> <laughs> and you were the first name we thought of. And uh, so <laughs> they were like, we just wanted a guy who looked like a giant Irish skull. And I was like, I'll take it, dude. I'll take the paycheck. So, yeah. So uh, their new season, the, the second season, had to get cut in half because of yeah. the pandemic, and they couldn't edit. So the new, the second half is coming out July 23rd, and, and I'm so, those guys are the best. I mean, that show makes me laugh so hard. It's I honestly think it's what we need today because I think we've gone mm -hmm. so politically correct that we need to swing the pendulum back towards, like, Animal House kind of style humor. And I think those guys are at the forefront of it because I think that show sometimes, you know, it's crossing lines that we're used to lately, but it's, it's also like, oh, yeah, that is really funny. Why aren't we laughing at stuff like that? So I love those guys for that. I think it's terrific. Were you the one, I can't remember who said the line, but I think it was you, when uh, Eddie's, uh, the name tag in the back of his shirt, the eye fell off. Was that you who said, you know that you have penis in your... <laughs> <laughs> <Was> that... <laughs> I think, I think it was uh, Gabe Hogan. Oh, it was Gabe Hogan, okay. Damn, I but I, I <laughs> my favorite joke of any show I've ever done was uh, it, it's from Tacoma FD and 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 Panisi and I are getting into it and he has slept with my wife and he oh, go God. and I go I'm gonna kill you Panisi and he goes oh I'm so scared I crap my pants and then he pulls his pants down and he goes good thing I'm wearing your underpants I love that show man that show you guys are so good on that damn show what, what well, that one uh, it's on uh, t um, it's on uh, True TV. Uh, True TV. True. It's on True TV. True TV. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. True TV. And uh, I think you can find the season. The season one is somewhere else, but season two is split, and the second half will come out July twenty third. But yet, yeah, I mean, it's one of those in my career where I've had a few where you land on something, and you're like, "This show's really good. I'm so lucky to be on it." And other it shows where you're like, "Wow, when's my paycheck coming?" And I hope nobody sees this. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, you got to come in town, man. We got to have you in studio. I'd love. I got to. 
You got to. You got to make it here. All right. What's the nearest comedy club? I'm in. Oh, Acme Comedy Company. and It is uh, Acme, right? It is Acme. I've done there once before. It's a yep. fantastic club. It is indeed. Jamie, right. you're the best. I appreciate your time today, sir. Dude, anytime. You guys, thank you so much for having me on. Happy Father Days is on iTunes. And um, when I'm in town, we're going to hang. I love, love you it. Thank you, sir. Thanks, guys. Take care. We'll take a break. Be right back with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. You know, last show I was talking about my friend moving out of L.A. Who lived, who's like Mr. L.A. Yeah, yep, Muscle yep. Beach, like the whole nine yards. Like, this guy's Mr. L.A. And he finally tells me, I have to leave. I can't stay here anymore. It's just that bad. And he, he's lived on a sailboat for years and years and years. So he's like, as soon as I sell my sailboat, I'm leaving. So he finds somebody to buy his sailboat, which was, was a beautiful sailboat, in Marina Del Rey dock. And he goes and buys a new van. He loads all his stuff in there, lots of vintage guitars, all kinds of valuable stuff. He had 10 grand in gold coins. And he goes back to the boat to do paperwork with the new owners. And he comes back and someone stole his van. Oh. With everything he owned in it for 50 years. They find the van the next day. Not only is all his stuff gone. Of course it is. The the windows busted. The the ignition's busted out. And they stole the catalytic converters. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's L.A. for you. Uh, My heart sunk for him. He's the nicest guy in the world. In the world. And he just... uh, You can't even park a car in California anymore? Is that the lesson mm -hmm. (laughs) that we're learning? Well, you can't park a car in Minneapolis anymore. Nancy's car was parked for 15 minutes. They got in her trunk and stole her camera gear. Yep. 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Like I said, they're all no go Like zones. I said, the cities are like a really bad drug addict yep. that you're going to have to wait for them to relapse and OD dozens of times and hit rock bottom. Well, mm. how, what does it take? My God, it's a disaster rock now. Rock bottom. I mean, name a city with a population over 300,000 that you would go to at night in the whole country. That used to be. I've, I've, I, I don't know. I've walked around a lot of cities at night, and I've always felt safe. Like, Minneapolis, I've never really felt safe after, like, Midnight. 10 o'clock. No, I haven't been walking around downtown. Mm. Oh, you wouldn't have been able to be there after time. Time. Hey, Look, somebody got down. stabbed at a bus stop yesterday at 4 o'clock. So yeah. it doesn't matter it, what time it is. It doesn't matter anymore. anymore. No, I know. No. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah. And by I'm the way, they didn't sad. describe the guy who stabbed him. Of course I not. They didn't even describe him. Of course they won't. I mean, it's disgusting. And by the way, that they 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 just repri- they just printed this correction. The guy that they said was shot and killed in Uptown was actually shot and killed in downtown Minneapolis. 
Oh. What? Yeah, it was like Marquette. And oh, that's right. He got shot, and then he went over there. They, well, they brought him to the hospital. Right he, the they hospital. thought he was in the shooting in Uptown, oh, okay. but he happened oh. to be in a shooting downtown at the same exact time. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. It's so disgusting. It re- I mean, it really is oh, disgusting. Oh, yeah, 21 people shot in 72 hours in the city of Minneapolis. No shot. One Not do... shot at, but shot. No one will do anything about it. Nope. Nope. Like I said, it's a drug act that you just have to let crash and burn to yeah. the end. OD multiple times, yeah, relapse multiple times. How many people times. have to go down with it? Yeah. Oh, a lot. That, that's, what, that drug deal, that's what drug addicts do. They take everyone yeah. around them down. Yeah, I mean, what comes before the crash? I mean, like, is it going to get to, you know, American Nazi Party or, you know, the American Communist Party well, wiping there. out we're, all of their opposition? Well, we're there now. Well, I mean, literally just like, you know, going city to city, just shooting everyone who doesn't fly the right flag. What I don't understand about the Progressive Party is if they've got such brilliant ideas, why do they have to coerce and ruin people's lives and destroy and be so horrid to everybody to get their ideas across? I mean, if they're such fabulous ideas, then... They should just Actually, be telling us what the ideas are and they how have to any, do it. They don't have that so information. So we can just go, oh, my God, that sounds like an amazing they idea. Don't, they don't have that information. That was way off when 112 people shot in 72 hours in the city of Minneapolis. 112 people in three days. And how days. many people died? You know uh, you're going to drive Andy to Poland if you keep reading. <laughs> He's going right yeah, to Poland. Yeah, he gets very upset about these numbers, and I don't blame him because oh, it is either. it is very upsetting. Well, I mean, we, I used to be able to right there. We're, I used to be able to switch buses on Hennepin Avenue yeah. as oh, yeah. a teenager no to go yep. see my friends who lived over by the U. Mm-hmm. I mean. And ten o'clock at night, not a worry. Nobody was ever. Captain, I'm going to have you to read. I'm going to have you read this. Yeah. And the best part is they're building a blue line stop walking distance from this our is, house. We talked about this oh, on the last God. show. Yep. Did you find Time it? Time to move. Yeah. Timothy 3, yes. 1 through 5. Yes. But understand this, that in the last days there will be there will come times of difficulty. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, mm. ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control. Brutal, not loving, good, reckless, (laughs) swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. Avoid such people. This is this is about the 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 last days in the Bible. When has that not been true about humanity, though? That's kind of where we're at, man. I was talking with Tom about that. When was the me generation? Remember that? Everybody was the yeah, me was generation. Calm, comparatively calm. Then. Because generation. everybody was supposed to be introspective and reflective, and you were supposed to like become your best self. Mm-hmm. To me, yeah. I would think... And I believe that that was the start of a narcissistic trend. I, I think da- you're right. And that we are all in this pit of I would say that would, be, would have been like the mid-90s. Was it the 90s? The me, de- the me generation was the hippies of the 70s. The hippies of the 70s. So it's that long ago. Really? So, yeah, well, so you think about about it, everybody's like uh, all anybody was worried about was really getting high. Yep. Well, what was the eighties? Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. The hippie generation—they had a lot of good things to say, but the eighties were the decade of decadence. <laughs> Absolutely. It was like who could spend the most, and out, there was who a could lot outdo, of money out there. Who could there, outdo yeah. the most? Who yeah. could have the fanciest everything? Yeah. That's true. Who could have the most cocaine? Narcissism. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I mean, that's where Trump came from. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, I still can't is. believe they're blasting him. It's a funny joke, Christ. What? Oh, it's so racist. What joke? Calling it the Kung Flu. I mean, I that's, I'm I sorry. I busted out laughing. It's funny. It's Jesus, funny. it's not racist in any way. If he said, you know, the goddamn Chinese and their Kung Flu, that might even lean more. I don't, still, think, I don't think it's racist. I think it's funny. I mean, it's, it's funny. Do, do people understand the word COVID? What does it mean? Uh, Chinese... No, it means coronavirus. Coronavirus. ID nineteen. I thought it was Chinese origin. No, something. But, oh, but, okay. But, Somebody's but, been on Twitter. But Somebody we have we have named every flu after their origin. Yeah. I mean, the Spanish yes, flu. Spanish there's a million. Yep. There's a yeah. million. Yeah. There's right. endless. You're hundred percent right. I mean, look, the swine flu is that racist Who towards birds. The bird flu is that racist towards birds. Yeah. I mean, that's where it came from. The birds from. don't care. They don't care. Thank God for yeah. birds. Sure, sure. They could fight back if they wanted to. <laughs> they, they could, could kill fight. us all. They could fight Imagine back. if I all like the that. birds decided to wipe out human race. Oh, they should, maybe. Oh, gosh, I'm beginning to wonder. But they they, pop, they could do it. They all started attacking us <laughs> every day. As soon as you walked outside, a million birds attacked you. I got you. attacked by a bird the other day when I was taking the dog for a walk. They well, got, when they're nesting, they all of a sudden they just start. It's good luck if they poop on you. They start dive bombing your. Well, it's they think you're getting near their babies. Yeah. Poop on you. Poop, poop. You ever been pooped by a bird? Oh, oh yeah. Who hasn't? If you've been outdoors yeah, for any length outdoors, of time, yeah. you've been pooped on a board. Some bird dropped board. a deuce on bird. you. Yeah. No doubt about Drop it. We should probably take deuce. a break here. Probably. Drop the deuce. Do they do number one and number two? I think it's just no, all kind all of the mixed. same thing. It's, yeah, that's all the same. <laughs> the, the white same. part is their urine. Yeah. The black part. Yeah, they don't have a. Okay, they don't how have do you know orifices. that? <laughs> they only have one exit. Guana expert. They only have one exit. They do. It's called the cloaca. Yeah. <laughs> cloaca. Okay. What? Clo, clo, yeah. Clo. Birds have one knowledge. They do. Bank is astonishing to me. Yeah. <laughs> birds, well, oh, wake up. birds, and not other... poop shoot. No. Nope. <laughs> one exit. Yeah. We'll take a break. We'll be back with hour two. Of course, Kostaki joins us. Kristen, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, Kristen. oh, Kristen's on Wednesday now. That's right. I yeah, forgot. We changed everything. Kostaki's on. Or, Kristen is on basically immediately, so we're not yeah. going to be gone for very long. All right, we'll be right back.